A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. So, Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hey, it's Thursday, and it's Aaron Zimmerman here with you on the Midwest Farm Report. Kind of a chilly Thursday morning this morning. Looks like we're kind of going through that cold snap that was expected, but doesn't look like it'll last that long. Looks like things are expected to warm up again a little bit next week. We'll catch our full forecast details coming up soon with Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist. Then, even though it's a little bit cold, we can always get in the mood for ice cream. And I had the chance to talk with Luke Colway. He's director of sales for Cedarcrest Ice Cream. And Cedarcrest partnered with the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation again this year for their Create an Ice Cream Flavor Contest, where 4-H members can come up with their own flavors and compete with other 4-H clubs around the state. Then Farm Director Pam Yonke will join us with this week's Co-op Talk from Alcivia. This week she's joined by Tom Volker. And then finally, being a Thursday, we'll wrap out the show talking with our friends from EverEgg. This morning, I get the chance to talk with Matt Trannell, a broker with EverEgg, about things going on in our dairy and crop commodity markets. We've got a jam-packed show here for you this morning, so let's go ahead and get things kicked off here on Thursday, February 3rd. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Input costs, succession planning. Where are these markets going? They're talking about it all at the 2022 Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. I'm Pam Yankee, and I'll be broadcasting live from the trade show floor with my friends from Compure Financial, committed to agriculture and rural America. Find out more about them at compure.com. Register today for the Corn Soy Expo at cornsoyexpo.org. Then plan on joining us at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, February 3rd and 4th for Wisconsin's premier grower event. Even though it's wintertime out there, it's time to start planning for that crop insurance. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. And Pam, you had the opportunity to talk crop insurance. Yeah, that's right, Jill. And it is going to be a big topic for discussion. Crop insurance providers and the farmers that are going to need it. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And as you might expect, just like everything else you're touching for the spring of 2022, looks like crop insurance rates are going up as well. You're going to change the percentage of crop that you're covering. You're going to change your rates. You're going to look at alternate products. I talked about it all with Deanna Ranham. She is a crop insurance agent 
with Premier Insurance Solutions. And uh, she said she's been having a lot of conversations face-to-face with growers, trying to lay out their options while we still have some unknowns about the growing season in 2022. One thing she says you can count on, prices going up. Well, the first thing that all growers should know is that because our our markets right now, now we haven't set our spring price, but our markets are over a dollar on both corn and beans. So it is quite likely that their premiums for the exact same coverage as last year are going to be higher. They are going to have more coverage out there um, because of the higher price, but um, expect to see your premiums go up in cost. So just unfortunately, like everything else this year, um, we are seeing a higher price. Mm -hmm. Are you getting the sense that people are going to wait until the last minute to make some decisions on crop insurance, Deanna? You know, I don't think so. I, I've been out talking with a lot of my producers um, and and trying to crunch numbers to give them a heads up beforehand because, like you said, they're trying to put together on a pencil what their cost is and, you know, where their marketing um, spots are. And crop insurance is part of that whole um, equation. Knowing what they have, that what they're likely to pay is going to be very important. Right. Now, again, remind us, when will the USDA basically benchmark our crop insurance prices and rates? So um, we track all of February's average on corn and beans, and then it is announced March 1st what the price is. Mm -hmm. And that obviously will dictate a lot of what we're looking at. Now, let's talk about any changes, revisions, additions that seem to be top-of-mind conversations, Deanna, when you visit with growers. And and to your point, uh, there's a lot of different growers out there. Crop insurance covers a lot of different avenues, but which ones seem to be most popular in conversation? Um, well, right now with options, I guess a couple of things. The the new product that is available in Wisconsin, which is the microfarm policy, part of the whole farm policy for any growers that are specialty growers but at a smaller um income than than um, a whole farm would necessarily need it's a they've taken the whole farm program and simplified it uh, made it a little easier to qualify and get the higher discounts um, and premium subsidies with with the micro farm Um, but it is really geared towards not so much your corn and bean growers but guys who are specialty crops organic um, other things like that well those have been overlooked to be fair for a long time, and I know even when they did take a stab at trying to ensure, you know, things like apple production or something like that, uh, that uh, historical average seemed to bite them. So does it feel like those micro policies are getting a little bit more in step with today's grower? Um, yeah, the whole farm in itself, there's a fair amount of paperwork to it, but in it, the whole that whole program is based more on revenue and keeping your revenues up. Um, and unfortunately, as as the the Washington works towards policies, there are always three steps behind farmers, mm-hmm. um, and that's just unfortunately the way the way things work. Well, and that's kind of bringing us to another point. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk to Deanna. Deanna Ranham along with us. She is an agent for Premier Insurance Solutions. Let's talk a little bit about this new pace. Uh, that is something that uh, caught my attention because I guess really the goal of pace, which is post application coverage endorsement is to try to cover growers that feel like they're at risk of not being able to get nitrogen down. Now, that's my first blush attempt at at explaining it. Give them the details on this one, Deanna, because there are some counties in Wisconsin that qualify. 
Yes. So it is available in Iowa, Sauk, Richland, Vernon, Crawford, Grant, and Lafayette in Wisconsin. Um, So if you're farming in those counties, it is available to you. Um, It really is a policy that is only going to cover you if weather causes you not to get your second pass of nitrogen down. Um, So you need to keep in mind that uh, other reasons for not getting that nitrogen out there will not be covered. Weather has to cause it. If you're in an area that has a lot of wet spots or, you know, very susceptible to rain, um, that is, those are the guys that should be looking at this. Um, guys who have never not gotten their second pass of nitrogen down, you know, maybe this isn't necessarily cost-effective for them. Well, and that's that's the area she wants to emphasize. This is not about overall nitrogen application. You've got to be doing split applications and miss that second one. What's What's been the, when you explain the details, Deanna, again, what's the farmer litmus paper say? Well, the I, from the farmers I have talked to, um, this isn't going to necessarily cause guys to go out and split, uh, apply nitrogen. Um, guys who are doing it could definitely look at this, and if they feel like it is something that they are susceptible to, potentially not getting that second pass, you do have about a, a three-week window. It, uh, that second pass is um, intended to be between V3 and V10, mm-hmm. so plant dates are very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of producers, when they go into the FSA, they might say that fields are planted, and oh, it was all planted around this time. You have to be very specific with your plant mm-hmm. dates because everything is based on the vegetative state of mm-hmm. that corn crop. Right, and and for those growers that do have an opportunity, it's same application deadline as the regular crop insurance, March 15th, huh? It is, and they do also, at that application time, need to um, say how much nitrogen percentage-wise they plan pre and post. Mm. So they have to clarify that ahead of time. It can change but their insurance is going to be based on what they said in the beginning. Wow. All right. So like we said, more details that you've got to pay attention to. Now, just from a pure trying to do business standpoint, Deanna, I know everybody's trying to be safe. We still have different protocols in place. How has it been, you guys with Premier, trying to write the business and make sure everybody understands what the, what's going on? Well, I guess it, our, our focus has always been that we're here to educate farmers. Um, I, I say all the time to my customers, Crop insurance is a tool in your toolbox, but if you don't know how to use that tool, it really doesn't work for you, and you're not using it to its best ability. And the whole point of crop insurance is not just to put it there and then walk away. It's to you know work with your agent year after year. Every year we go into the, the fields, it's a different year. It's a different situation. Prices are different. Weather conditions are different. Everything about that year can be different from year to year. So it, it is very important for you to sit down with your agent, work with them one-on-one, explain any changes that are happening to your operation, and make sure that you're you're letting them help you set up the best policy you can have. And you guys are going to be at Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo in Wisconsin Dells if they want to have a little face-to-face conversation. Yes, we are. We'll, we will have a booth up there. Um, it'll be good to get back to in person and seeing everyone at the, at the conference. Absolutely. I agree. Deanna Raynham, along with us, she's one of the agents that's out there trying to help answer questions and, and help you understand what's new in 22 for crop insurance. She is with Premier Insurance Solutions. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Some spaces become a catch-all for everything you want to keep in storage. Make use of that wasted space now. What about the basement? Rec rooms, an office, extra bedrooms for growing teenagers are all popular uses for an upgraded basement. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. Educated Mortgage, the smartest way home. the Mortgage Man. As you know, the housing market is super hot right now, and it's more important than ever to get pre-approved before you go out to look. You can rely on Educated Mortgage to give you the strongest pre-approval with the lowest rate and closing costs possible to make that home a reality. Educated Mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan. The Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222652. Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And one of those F words we could actually use this morning is freezing. Boy, I could tell that yesterday and today is quite a bit colder than the other day we had. Here with Stu Mock, our egg meteorologist for our egg weather update. Now, Stu, this cold snap is happening now, but it looks like it probably won't stick around for too long. No, it's just that it's a snap here. And I mean, it's going to warm up again, but there may be a little light snow a couple of times. and It's kind of what you expect in February. So we just aren't going to see anything too unusual. Let's look at what's going on in the map this morning. And, of course, we know that big storm, that front extends from the northeast parts of the U.S. all the way down to Louisiana, eastern Texas. And there's snow and there's rain and there's ice forming in Kentucky and Tennessee. The snow as near as northern Indiana, down into central parts of Illinois, far southeast Iowa. There may be a little lake effect snow along that way far southeast part of Wisconsin today, just off the Lake Michigan shoreline. That's not going to affect almost anybody around here, and it'd be very light anyway. More likely, it's high pressure trying to edge on in that is going to make for more sunshine. More sun already in western Wisconsin, clear and colder there this morning, and that sun will spread across the state, and our temperatures remain cooler than normal. Not too breezy, that's fortunate. But even then, just a little bit of a breeze still means wind chill values this morning, especially into western Wisconsin, oh, somewhere around 10 and 15 below. So in the west, La Crosse, Boston, make sure you bundle up as you get out this morning. A chilly start, no doubt about that. And we stay pretty chilly then overnight. 
But into the day Friday, an Alberta clipper will just drop south of the Canadian border, and it's that little system that may account for some very scattered, very light snow. You know, a little dusting of snow that could build up, and that possibility starts in western Wisconsin Friday morning, glides east throughout the day. You may be able to see that line passing, but it's not going to amount to anything under an inch of snow if we see it, so that's not too terrible either. And I expect that as we start toward the weekend, there'll be some moderation warming up behind the clipper. That's good news. In fact, we head back up into at least the 20s on Saturday. Still a bit cooler than normal, but getting back into the right neighborhood at least. And I think we hold on to a little more of that mild air into next week. I have been seeing some extended forecast guidance that takes us on into the later parts of next week, Wednesday through Friday. And it's indicating we stand the chance to be at or a little bit above normal temperature-wise. I think we'd probably accept that, a nice little break from winter, like that very warm spell we had here early this week. A few more days of that as we head toward the end of next week certainly would make things seem a a little more tolerable as far as the winter weather we've been seeing around here lately. So we just don't have any big snowstorms in store. We're going to hear all kinds of stories from further south about ice and snow the next few days. I guess we can just say we're fortunate right now, but we do have to deal with some of that cold air, and that's not going to let up in a real big hurry, holding us a bit cooler than normal at least until we start looking toward next week. I'll have forecast details right after this. We've all heard about supply chain shortages. Stock up and make sure you can get started with spring planting. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for McFarland, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. January 31st through February 5th is McFarland's Parts Open House, giving you a chance to save 15% on all their ag parts. Spring tillage, planting and spraying all the way through to fall harvest, stock up and save. McFarland's Parts Open House, January 31st through February 5th. See more at McFarland's.net. It is Wisconsin's premier grower event, Corn Soy Expo 2022, February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. I'll be broadcasting with my friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Association. Data, data, data. You're generating it on your farm. How can you use it to find profitability this year? We're also looking at the high input costs farmers are facing of all sizes. How can you minimize that bill? CornSoyExpo.org. Broadcasting live with the Wisconsin Soybean Association. We'll see you there. Well, Stu, when we're in our Wisconsin weathers, I guess when we talk about warm-ups, it is all relative. But, boy, I will tell you, it does feel better. And, you know, spring will get here eventually, I think. Oh, yeah, not that far away. What did the groundhog say? Six weeks till it's officially spring no matter what. I think so. It's getting closer. Well, what do we have for our extended forecast? Well, let's talk about some clouds starting the day, especially in the eastern part of the state today. Clearing from west to east, though, low to mid-teens for highs today. Not a big deal there. The north winds at 5 to 15. Wind chills at least near 10 below. Colder, 15 below or so in the west. Overnight, clear, cold again. Down just below zero, two or four below. North winds only about five, thankfully. But then Wednesday, more clouds build in, some light snow. It could develop in the morning in the west and then later in the afternoon in the east. Some sunshine in between the upper teens as winds will become southwest at 5 to 10. And then Saturday, back to some sunshine, breezy, not bad in the lower 20s, 24, maybe 25. But those south winds will be strong, 10 to 20. They gust to 25. And by Sunday, Aaron, back to a little sunshine, call it partly sunny, mid-20s in the west, upper 20s east. Not a bad weekend, just breezy Saturday, so be sure and bundle up.
Sounds like at least it'll, you know, get to comfortable where we can, you know, deal with the winter and not not hate it as much as we sometimes do. (laughs) I've had a lot of people tell me they hate this cold and it's like, well, this isn't terrible, you know. I know. Sometimes you wonder, you ask yourself why we live in this place, but we always still keep doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's always another day. Oh, yeah, there is, there is. Well, that's egg, egg weather forecast with Stu Muck, egg meteorologist. Stu, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. We'll catch you then. Take care. Thanks. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. This is the time of year when all the talk about who has the top corn hybrids in Wisconsin goes out the window. This is the time when the performance data and numbers have the final say. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the numbers are in, and they're saying a whole lot about the yield potential of Dairyland Seed. Once again, Dairyland Seed turned out an impressive performance in Wisconsin first trials, highlighted by four first-place finishes. To learn more about how Dairyland Seed brings the yield, or to find the corn hybrid best suited to your farm, visit DairylandSeed.com or contact your local dealer. When we say we're the concrete producing company that contractors rely on, it's because they know we produce our own superior ready-mix products that endure the Wisconsin elements, and our family stands behind the long-lasting performance. Add one of our unique products to your next project. The concrete producing company, the contractors rely on advanced concrete. Producing concrete foundations to maintain concrete relationships. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. MSculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. MSculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. 80% of you have said you don't want to haggle over car prices. That's 80% of you who don't want to jump through hoops or play games. So Bergstrom Automotive got rid of it 
all of it. The haggling, the cat and the mouse routine, even the salespeople. Bergstrom Automotive simply has non-commissioned advisors. They're not trying to win a contest or make quotas. They're paid to do nothing more than help you. Bergstrom knows they offer the most desired makes and models out there. Allow them to assist you in selecting the right one for you. Plus, guaranteed credit approval on a vehicle you choose to call your own. While the other places wheel and deal, today's buying experience? The better way is at Bergstrom Automotive. Visit a Bergstrom location near you or bergstromauto.com. Join the ultra-competitive home market, it's important that you have a local lender on your side to get your offer accepted. Sellers and realtors want to work with me because they know there will be no surprises and the deal get done on time. Educated Mortgage, smartest way home. Call Dan, the mortgage man. NMLS number 222652. All right, so, Bill. Yeah. See? Switched it up. <laughs> when it comes to Wisconsin football, my man, we got a new offensive coordinator on our hands. Coach Ingram. Yeah. What do you, I mean, how much do you know this guy? Because you were at Pitt with Paul Chris. Yeah. Did you guys cross paths then, or what we happened? We never coached together on the same staff, but plenty of a crossover just mm-hmm. from relationships, coaching staff. When I used to visit, you know, Paul and the staff at Pitt, um, got to meet Bobby, his family, awesome people. I think fits the culture great. Yeah. Um, and just anytime you have a guy that's on an NFL staff, for that long with a guy like Harbaugh, mm-hmm. you know that that speaks volumes about him, right? Just an asset to that organization and a different perspective, which I think is, you know, Wisconsin's offense needs, right? Yeah. Like you were saying that last time you were in that we will bring in someone on the outside with a different fresh voice. And I, I, that's pretty much what they did, right? I mean, Baltimore yeah. Ravens, highly respected with the Ravens. Now it's time to get it going in a guy that can take ownership too, right? It's yeah. not like a guy that's going to walk in there and, and be passive and just kind of try to fit in. I think Paul wants him to come in there and really bring that. Didn't the Jimmy Leonard right? do that? Didn't he come in and kind of bring that kind of attitude? That's just Jimmy in general, like yeah. everywhere that guy's been, whether it's, you know, playing days, coaching, you name it. He has that confidence yeah. to him. And Bobby has the exact same thing. I mean, you look at – he's a heck of a player, too. I don't yeah. know if people know that, but Thanks. that guy was a stud. First Bolitnikoff Award winner. Yeah, guy was a stud receiver, uh, a great coach, and he fits the culture. So I'm excited about the hire. Um, it would have been a little bit nicer if he was bringing Caleb Williams with Okay, him. I was going to I was gonna bring that <laughs> yeah, up, too. Right. <laughs> so there's this, like, I don't big, know what the deal was with that. but oh did, Okay, goodness. so, Bill, in all your – so <laughs> – in, in your playing dates for the Badgers and your own program and the culture and whatnot, did you think that there was a chance that Caleb Williams was going to say no to USC and come to Wisconsin? It just seemed like the perfect storm Man. with, you know, high school 
teammates his son dean and him yeah. and the relationship that they have with the family it just made sense right mm-hmm. i think if this was a couple years ago when there was no nil and all that i think it would have been a done deal really oh for sure you gotta think i Man. i heard some crazy stuff that all right their, i'm here their, for their the crazy family was their family was putting up like five million bucks what as we want this for other schools to get involved no kidding yes oh from an NIL type deal. And here's the deal. You don't have to report any of this stuff. No. Right? So this is coming from sources that, man, wh- whatever. It's not going to be anything more than that. But it's it's getting crazy out there. Why didn't why didn't Hausman Group throw in like $6 million then there? I think we lost. Why would you guys think, give him an I NIL deal? I think it was a couple zeros less. <laughs> we did throw in something. I get, that's what it came down to. That's insane. That's crazy. That's it came wow. down to it. And, and that's where... Program like Wisconsin, I don't think that they want to get into that type of. Well, Roddy, what does Lane Kiffin say? Like, I don't even think they want to get involved with that. Yeah, it's like, that doesn't make race. sense. It's arms race. It doesn't right? make sense. It's arms to do race. That. We had a thing. Rowdy had a. Th- or we had yeah, a thing. Lane Kiffin was talking about how NIL is almost creating like a salary cap yeah. in college football, and obviously, I, maybe he wasn't exactly one hundred percent correct in what he was saying, but almost like a major league baseball where there is no salary cap was probably a better idea yeah. that's what it is and, and here's the deal nobody has to report anything if they don't want it's suggested to each athletic oh program. really yes there's no if someone there's says no like, rules or regulations. if someone tells this. me that i could have to like the worst thing i have to do is suggest something i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna that's what it is yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> you look at yeah. let's give me the at, option i'm not gonna let you know let's Opt look out. at all yeah. this stuff that was going on in the days of like reggie bush and all the people that got violations for it but he played in college and the type of money that was being so now it's essentially legal so if you don't think that's going on times whatever well just a couple years ago was a tennessee yourself tennessee was giving uh football basic mcdonald's cash full of money under the table this yeah and so it was like two years three years ago and so these articles are coming out and saying like oh ohio state that was three million dollars and like that's all those numbers are complete bogus yeah all this stuff Man. basically you need to each program needs to hire a general manager to line up these deals and work it outside of the program. That's what's going to need to happen. And that's probably what is happening. Yeah, we told Bernie and Bernie. Yeah, you, Bernie. Need to, you need to be that guy. Somebody needs to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Bernie could do it. And we all know that New Yorker. Uh, all these yeah, New Jersey. He, over at he would have a slush He'd have a slush fund. That would be to get the get sloshed fund actually. <laughs> Bernie would take some Coors lights with everybody. Mattress money. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hey, it's Aaron Zimmerman back here with you on the Midwest Farm Report this morning. Now, who doesn't love some ice cream? And even though there are hundreds of flavors, there's always room for a few more. I had the chance to talk with Luke Colway. He's the director of sales at Cedarcrest Ice Cream in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, and they partnered up with the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation for their annual flavor creation contest. It's been great. I mean, the amount of clubs and the entries that come in, it's awesome, and it doesn't mean there's just one entry per club. There's multiple entries. They're constantly, uh, the clubs are checking to see if they win. Uh, it, it's been great. And the, and the imagination and, and what they put together for flavors and, and even the creative names has just been really exciting to see. Now, talking about making the actual ice cream after they come up with the flavor, you know, let's talk a little bit about that and what it all takes, you know, to make it reality and kind of from there, how much you make and where it goes to. 
so yeah, once there's agreement on that this is the flavor we're gonna we're gonna be excited to release, you know, then we got to get in all the ingredients and uh, plan production. And then what we do is we we release the flavor as a feature flavor in three gallon bulk containers for ice cream shops. So that the flavor for uh, this year is haystack, and that'll be released in July as a feature flavor. It's vanilla ice cream, you know, with uh, chocolate-covered peanuts, a caramel swirl, and Reese's Pieces in it. It's got lots of stuff in it. And that was the Nellsville 4-H Club from Ozaki County with that winning flavor. Be sure to keep your eye out for that flavor here this summer. And those top five finalists all receive an ice cream party courtesy of Cedarcrest, and the grand prize winner wins an additional $500 for their club. Thanks again to Luke Colway, Director of Sales for Cedarcrest Ice Cream, for their continued support of Wisconsin 4-H and its members, and for sharing a little bit more about that contest. Wisconsin winters are a polarizing experience. You either love them or you want to leave them. Be sure to enter the Rural Mutual Insurance Love It or Leave It sweepstakes, where each week you can win prizes by voting for the things you love and dread about winter. Visit us at RuralMutual.com to vote. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's considered Wisconsin's premier grower event, and I'll be there. Coming up February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, it's the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. I'll be partnered up with my friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board to bring you the latest from the Kalahari Resort. This year, focused in on a lot of the supply chain challenges that farmers are going to be facing and the escalated prices that they're going to be looking at for all inputs. Find out more and get registered, cornsoyexpo.org. We've all heard about supply chain shortages. Stock up and make sure you can get started with spring planting. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for McFarland, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. January 31st through February 5th is McFarland's Parts Open House, giving you a chance to save 15% on all their ag parts. Spring tillage, planting and spraying all the way through to fall harvest. Stock up and save. McFarland's Parts Open House, January 31st through February 5th. See more at mcfarlands.net. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. We'll take a quick look at this morning's commodity markets here through the overnight trade. March corn currently at 618 and a quarter, down four and a quarter. March soybeans at 1534, down 11 and a quarter. March wheat down six and a half right now at 748 and a half. The February milk contract at 2035 up four cents, while the March contract is up 16 cents at 2151. Yesterday, barrel cheese finished at 184 up four and a half. 40 pound blocks up two and a quarter at 188. And double A butter down three at 245 and a quarter. 
Now we'll pass it over to Farm Director Pam Yonke as she visits with our friends from Alcivia for our co-op talk. It's time again for the Alcivia co-op talk. Yep, that's a regular program brought to you courtesy of Alcivia to make sure that you're connected with all the different facets of service that they provide all of their customers from the farm gate into town. And joining us today, Tom Volkert. He's their energy product specialist and a fellow that's been keeping his eyes on an awful lot of screens since, well, before 2022. But things have got more exciting in the new calendar year, haven't they, Tom? Yeah, they really have. And um, I kind of wanted to touch on diesel fuel first. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, diesel fuel, we haven't seen this high since 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, last October, we saw the price peak before selling off on Black Friday. So um, if we're looking at, at, at trends-wise, um, you know, we're, we're really seeing that price start to trend higher now. And that's supported by demand destruction from the Omicron variant. And now we're looking for kind of that next sell-off. Well, and we we have to remember that uh, diesel is an important fuel, but not every uh, manufacturing facility across the United States is producing it right now. And there is strong world demand for those kinds of components too, right, Tom? I know, you know, energy is not just a domestic issue. That's a global situation. Oh, absolutely. And you know, jumping back um, to LP as well, 60 to 65% of, of what we are making now is exports. So we're actually becoming a world production now as well. And that's tied right to crude. Mm-hmm. How do you guys at Alcivia <clears throat> try to stay ahead of these kinds of things? I mean, your job is to do risk management for the cooperative. That's got to be tricky business. I mean, you must be talking to brokers and traders every day. We're watching the grass. We're watching year-to-date historically when's the best time to buy and that's it's a little different right now because usually this is a good month to to contract diesel fuel but it's just not it's not queuing up for us right at this moment i think we're going to see a better price but we're just trying to do the best we can to assess that risk and and look for buying opportunities for our customers when i've talked with other energy specialists within all civia tom they've also mentioned you know here we are in the upper midwest and uh when it comes to some of the supply chain situations with energy like lp things like that you really got to make sure that you're protecting yourself from a geographic standpoint too yeah absolutely when you look at lp um the volatility is really just going to continue throughout the next year or so and probably beyond. So it's always a good idea to contract 70, 80% of your needs for the year. And, you know, I always go hundred percent because you know, as well as me, um, if you start, if you start to try try to outguess the market, uh, it's probably not going to happen on LP. So what we try to do is buy at the best price for our customers. And then we offer that contracted price in the spring or in the summertime. And then we give our customers the opportunity to contract those gallons so they're so they're taking care for the year. Right. Yeah. Peace of mind. That's uh, that's worth something, especially when you look at all the volatility we're dealing with in the marketplace. So what kinds of conversations are you suggesting people continue to have with their Alcivia representative, Tom? Like you said, uh, a lot of our farms are experiencing high input costs for everything. Uh, should they be talking to their their fuel, their diesel provider, their LP provider, and, you know, at least getting some of those positions covered for 2022? Yes, and the fact that, you know, we're, we're always looking at, at this. So it's kind of a moving target. Right now probably isn't, you know, the exact moment, but there, there is going to be buying opportunities. There is going to be dips in the market where, where we can buy. So, yeah, it's a good idea to check, 
call in, check where prices are at, just ask for a quick market overview. And, you know, myself, I'm, I'm eager to, to share that information and, you know, information's power. So, you know, we're, we're just trying to do the best by our customers. Yeah. So if I called and I said, okay, I know I'm going to need X thousand gallons of uh, fuel grade diesel. Uh, can, can I, I won't say put a position in, but do you guys kind of have any of those tools available for uh, somebody that's looking at a lot of gallons? You know, if the price gets here, lock me in kind of thing. So how I do it is I use a spreadsheet and so do the rest of the salespeople here at Altivia. You put the account and the prices into this spreadsheet and this allows us to create a floor and a ceiling of the prices that you're looking to contract and hope to lock in at. If that's the conversation you have with your salesperson, that's something that we'll record and make sure that you get a call. That's that's how fast things can change, folks. Tom Volkert along with us, energy product specialist with Alcivia. Like he said, uh, maybe now is not exactly the right time to pull the trigger on everything you need as far as diesel or LP, but it is worth monitoring when it comes to the fluctuations we've seen in world supplies. Uh, the Alcivia folks like Tom are on it for you. All you need to do is contact them and let them know what you're looking for, what price you're coming with and like he said what your ceiling is as well tom volkert energy product specialist with all remember you can find out more and contact all of your energy products connections at allcivia.com and that my friends is the all co-op talk for today with tom volkert energy product specialist this is the midwest farm report with pam youngke move into the cold winter months, you may notice drafts around your windows and doors. Now is the time to let Prairie Exteriors give you a full, free inspection and show you what new windows and doors can do for the health of your family and your home. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com Doctor, Doctor, Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. We offer routine maintenance and precise surgery for your vehicle. Plus, Valvoline Professional Services to protect the health of your car. Does your doctor give you a warranty? We do. More than mechanics, at Tom's Auto Center, we're more like family physicians for your car. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Tom's Auto Center. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need hang on to your tractors here's another update 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, as always, again here on a Thursday, we're with our friends from EverAg. This morning, we're with Matt Trannell. And Matt, first, I guess, let's talk about some things on the global dairy side of things and, uh, you know, what's going on in global trade. Yeah, so this week we had uh, basically event 301 uh, come out with the overall global dairy trade index finishing up 4.1%. Uh, this is the index that looks at the Oceana product price product prices, and with that being said, all products uh, that were available did end up in a higher uh, threshold. The ones that we generally take the closest look at, uh, butter being one of them, added another 3.3 percent and took its price up to two dollars and 81 cents. Cheese cheddar was also up; it was up 2.4 percent. And ended with a value when, when put into terms of U.S. cheese, uh, was two dollars fifty-seven and three quarters. Skim milk powder was up two point one percent, dollar eighty-three, and whole milk powder was up uh, five point eight percent at a dollar ninety-six. Now, when we look and compare that to uh, United States prices after uh, after Wednesday's close, we look at a block and barrel. Uh, price on the exchange of the dollar eighty six, so that takes us uh, roughly seventy cents higher uh, premium with Oceana being uh, premium to the United States. That that seems to put a little bit of a uh, floor in the market for us here in the United States. Look at the butter price right now in the United States. We're trading right around two forty five. Oceana's at two eighty one. Again, that uh, does put a little bit of support. And if prices were to drift. Uh, likely start to open up the door to exports on on cheese, especially. Certainly, something to uh, keep an eye on. Sure. So, and even though we continue to see, I guess, our class three dairy prices, our cheese prices, our butter prices have seemed to kind of keep getting stronger. We're still seeing that there's quite a difference in there yet. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. There's uh, there's still a wide discrepancy, especially in the cheese uh, arena. Part of that has to do with the fact that our stocks here in the United States, even though we've seen uh, year-over-year reductions in uh, milk production, uh, ultimately with the added cheese capacity, especially in the Midwest, uh, we are still pumping out quite a bit of cheese. Even though we were down year-over-year, we produced quite a bit more in the latest cold storage report cheese than what was prior, priorly expected. And so that has thrown a little bit of a wet blanket or stunted the market a bit, even though we have traded back higher about a, for the last week and a half. But, yeah, absolutely, we're, we're still vastly discount to the world market, which makes you wonder if, uh, if some interested, uh, interested buyers uh, looking for cheese uh, whether they're going to come to the United States, but price would say yes. Sure. Now, another thing I guess we'll talk about is the cattle report just came out. Now, how does that affect things in dairy as well? Yeah, so basically the cattle report comes out twice a year, and so the USDA uh, threw that out there, and the one that we typically look at in the dairy world is the number of replacement heifers because each month we get an update on dairy cows through the milk production report, but uh, replacement heifers, uh, as of USDA's report, came in at uh, 2.84 million head, which when you look at that compared to last year, it's down 2.7%, and it's also the lowest level since 2005. And so quite a few less heifers in the United States. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the use of 
sex semen and also uh, the breed to beef program that have been popping up over the course of the last few years. Ultimately, when you look at that and you look at uh, what we call when is the next wall of milk coming, it does seem to stunt the ability of the American farmer or farmers across even the world, given a lot of the economics. This allows uh, many, many uh, farmers from being able to add significant cow numbers real quickly. And so that is without a doubt, a little bit supportive to this market as we go through 2022. Sure, makes sense. All righty, now we talked some things on the dairy side. Let's go ahead and talk about some things on the grain side. What are we seeing going on in markets, you know, when it comes to grain? Yeah, we're seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of green on the trading screens, that's for darn sure, especially in that soybean market. Ultimately, there's been a lot of talk in regards to forecast, analyst forecast, dropping South American production. Uh, real recently. One very popular analyst put his Brazilian soybean production around 130 million metric tons, and that was due to a lot of uh, dry weather. We're also hearing, even though China is on their new year, uh, they are rumored to be in the market for old crop U.S. beans right now. They're a little bit short of product. And so uh, we've seen a lot of the funds pile into this soybean contract, which has also pulled the corn market along with it. Corn's been playing a little bit of the uh, the middle ground between bullish South American news and bearish news right now in the Ukraine and Russian deal. But when you look at a chart, the last week and a half, we have essentially tacked on $1.50 a bushel to the, to the spot soybean market. And so we're starting to trade up into territories that we have not seen since uh, last June, call it. When you look at kind of that wheat market, per se, uh, and this is kind of dealing with corn as well, we've been hearing a lot in regards to uh, Russia and their invasion, potential potential invasion into Ukraine. Long-term, many believe that could actually be a little bit friendly to the market, given that Ukraine is a major exporter of corn and, and wheat. But right now, the wheat market and the corn market really uh, are at ends with each other. They're not really sure if we're gonna we're gonna see an invasion or not. Uh, there's a lot of political talk going on. Biden pressuring Russia not to do that. Russia also talking to China and China being on their side. It's just kind of a political mess right now, and uh, time will tell how we all play see that play out. Definitely. Well, a lot, I guess, to pay attention to 